This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Okay, I think it should be working now. It had me in the yellow, but now I'm in the green. So we'll see what happens. I don't know if y'all can see and hear me. Okay, am I live? Can you guys see me and hear me? Oh my gosh. Ay, ay, ay. I don't know. I feel like I'm, am I freezing? Am I normal? This is so frustrating. <laughs> okay, so you guys can see and hear me? Okay, I, I look to be moving on the stream. Okay, good. Hey, you guys. Honey, I'm so over YouTube and this nonsense. Okay, as long as it looks like it's clear and you guys can see me, so I'm not going to trip too much. So I have been working out for the past four days. I'm also doing some um, fasting. So it's like when I tell you I don't have time for the nonsense, I don't. I would take my ass to sleep because I really can't eat anything right now. But I wanted to come back on here because I've been, it's been helping me sleep. Like I was supposed to go live yesterday. I was like, oh, let me take a nap before I go live. <laughs> I took a nap at four o'clock and then I wake up to midnight. So that's why the live didn't happen yesterday. So I'm trying to, you know, do it now. So hopefully, you know what I'm saying, we can get through this stream um, without a lot of interference. We have about 700 people in here. I'm waiting until we get some more people. Waiting um, to let everybody know that I'm live. Let me go ahead and tweet the link on Twitter. So people know that I'm live on Twitter. And on Facebook here. Okay. Oh, God, there it is, back in the yellow. No, I haven't started yet. I'm just waiting for more people to come. I don't want to start and then a thousand people rush in here. So it has me in the yellow right now. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. You're not getting notifications. That's what a lot of people are saying, that they're not getting notifications. Like I said, my goal next is to have a live streaming option on my website. So that way I can just stream from my site and people can join and be members on there and come and engage on there. And then whatever I stream on the site, I'll just upload to YouTube because this is just ridiculous. It's in yellow, but I don't think it's freezing. Let me know if it's freezing. I'm not going to start till we get at least a thousand people in here. And right now we have like 900 people. Oh, shit. Well, we just jumped up to 1100, uh, 1100 people. That's $1,100. 1,100 people, so I can start. It just sucks that it's in the yellow. 
Um, Brianna Thorne says, I've been watching you for 10 years on TT. Finally made it to a live when it started. I'm always scared to comment, but I got some confidence today. Thank you for all you do, a true inspiration. Thank you so much. Today I got time, cuz. <laughs> she said she got time to comment today. I appreciate it. And I'm glad I could inspire you. Um, let's see. Hotspot Radio says, keep up the great work, Queen. Thank you so much. Okay, sweet. It's freezing. Oh, I see it freezing, you guys. Ah, oh, I see it freezing. Okay, now it's going back in the green. We're going we to keep our fingers crossed. Mm-hmm. It, it keeps going from green to yellow. Um. Mm, it's not freezing for you all? Okay, give me just a second here. Let me re Let me refresh it. It's freezing on my end. This is so frustrating. Oh, this is so frustrating. Okay. Y'all can see me? It's like it's going between working and freezing. No, Delaria, I'm not going to just go. I'm not going to start on my spiel and pulling stuff up and then the thing crashes and freezes. I, I want to make sure it's working properly. Like, I'm, I'm not going to do that. Um, one London Nicole says, go deep, girl. I love hearing how your mind puts things together. Thank you so much. That's what I want to do if we can, if you two would stop acting up. Yes. Let them know, Renee Taylor. She says her lies be jumping. That's why they're mad. Because, you know what I'm saying, the live streams be off the hook. And it's like, it's just, it's, I don't know. What the hell, man? It's annoying. Okay. Let me just start. We got 1,600 people in here. It's in the yellow. Hopefully it doesn't freeze too bad and, you know, kick me off. Okay. Okay. So everybody's saying I'm good? Okay, that's what's up. All right. So let's go ahead and get started because I ain't got time for this shit. I'm ready to go to bed. Okay? I can't eat, so I just want to go to sleep. But um, let's see. Um, I don't know why it looks so bright on YouTube because it looks normal on my end. If it looks bright on YouTube, blame YouTube. Hell, the shit is already acting funny. I can't control how it looks as far as the lighting on the YouTube end. On my end, it doesn't look that bright, but it do, I do see a difference on YouTube end versus my OBS. So I don't know. It is what it is. Y'all accuse me of bleaching every other stream, so have fun. Throw that in the comments. Um, let me pull up my notes here. Okay, so we want to talk about this B. Simone drama, okay? I want to go ahead and, and, and talk about this. I'm going to probably just have to start over um, from where we last left off. So B. Simone has been in a bunch of mess because of the things that she's been saying over the past, I guess, like two weeks, Okay. So she first caused a lot of controversy 
Because people were basically looking for her to protest. They're like, well, you know, why is B. Simone not out there protesting? She hasn't really said anything about George Floyd. And she came out and basically said that she's a Christian. And as a Christian, she don't really got time to be on the front lines protesting. And a lot of people caught her out on that. And I, too, found that kind of funny because it's like you're a Christian, so you can go out there and protest, but you can sit on Wildin' Out and talk about, you know, smashing and sucking peen and all types of sexual things. You know, that that doesn't sound too Christian-like. So a lot of people were calling her out, out on that stuff, right? So that was the first uh, controversy. Then the second controversy came in when she had did a thing with Nick Cannon, Nick Cannon interviewed her, and basically she stated that she did not want a man that worked a 9-to-5, that she wanted an entrepreneur. So I'm going to go ahead and play that for you guys, okay? So give me just a second here. Show you on my display. What? Why not? <laughs> you don't want to have an honest job? I mean, he could be a, a hustling entrepreneur. So you want him to be a, you want CEO status? Yes. Okay, he can't. He can't. So like, he can't, he can't like, clock, clock in and clock out. No. No. <laughs> Damn, I think Simone. entrepreneurs should date entrepreneurs. Okay, but still, there's there's people who have really good jobs with vocational skills. If if he's a mechanic, I'm, I'm sure. But no, you're not gonna understand my lifestyle. You're not gonna understand why I'm up at three a.m. Damn, you're making this you, hard. Okay, all right. You all right. know, he has to be an entrepreneur, a business owner. He, he getting one of them yes. stimulus packages from Donald Trump, one of the small business <laughs> loans, and he ain't buying jewelry with it. Or oh, moving into that direction. <laughs> yeah. All right. I, sure, he can't okay. nine to five. So y'all just seen that. So that is what she had to say about um, nine to five guys, right? That she wanted an entrepreneur. And like I was saying in the previous stream, I understood where she was coming from at that point. Because when you work a certain type of job, especially when you're like an entrepreneur, you run your own business, or you're doing anything, like let's say you're a social media influencer, you work on television, that lifestyle is totally different than somebody who works a nine-to-five. That's just facts. It's not the same as somebody getting up with the routine. They got to be in, you know, at their desk at 8 o'clock. They get off at 5. They only got two weeks of vacation throughout the year. That is a different lifestyle than somebody who literally... You know, at the, at, a, at at a moment's notice, you can get called to show up in L.A., show up in Atlanta. We got this going on. We got that going on. And if you don't have a strong partner or somebody who understands that, it's going to cause conflict. That is part of the reason why I'm single, because everybody just does not understand that lifestyle. Everybody doesn't understand the nights that you have to stay up, and you are the customer service person. You are the shipper. You are the, you know what I'm saying, the, the person who's replying back to emails and questions and the editor. Like, I wear so many different hats, so from an entrepreneurial, you know, influencer standpoint, I understood where she was coming from initially, but then when she went on to explain herself, that's where she kind of lost me, okay? Um, let me go ahead and read this super chat. Ada Kadane, thank you for the $50 super chat, sis. She says, just passing through to support. Thanks for all the hard work in getting info to your fans. I hope you know we appreciate you. All the best, T. I appreciate you, too, and thank you so much for the support, sis. It means a lot to me. We're going to try and, you know what I'm saying, get through this stream together. So I'm so happy that everybody was able to come back. We have about 3,000 people in here now. So we're definitely going to get it popping. Um, Kiro TV says, T, I freaking love you. I hope one day we get to work together out here in L.A. 
Your gifting is crazy amazing. Thank you so much, and thank you for the super chat. I appreciate that, and hopefully I'll be coming back to L.A. sometime soon. I don't know when, but hopefully soon. I miss it out there. So I want to go ahead and play you guys her response here. So give me just a second to pull that up. So when people started dragging her about the whole 9-to-5 situation, this is how she responded, and this is where she kind of lost me, okay? So let me go ahead and show you this. Oh, you know what? Hold on. Thank you. Okay, this is it. Baby girl, baby boy, everything in my life, I have manifested it. These edges, they were gone as fuck, manifested them back, okay? This waist. <laughs> it's getting there. I'm still hungry. I'm not eating. I'm eating air, but I'm manifesting. I believe one day it'll be little. I do. Everything I have, my dream career, I manifested it. I'm trying to manifest a husband. Ain't nothing wrong with a nigga with a nine to five. I get it. They work hard. I used to have a nine to five. Nothing is wrong. Nothing is wrong. Nothing is wrong. You work hard. You have money. I get it. I need an entrepreneur. I need somebody that understands my mindset. Somebody that has the same lifestyle. It has nothing to do with money, everything to do with lifestyle, okay? When I'm in the bed at 3 a.m. checking emails, what you doing, babe? Working, what you doing, working? Okay, love you. Mm, you want to have on a flight tomorrow? I have a meeting in, uh, out of town. You want to go? You got, got, got that? Let's go, okay? You understand my life. You understand what I'm going through. Want to manifest that? What do you want in a man? What do you want? Let's start there. What do you want? Let's manifest it, baby. You can have it. Whatever you want, you can have it. Manifest that shit. Ain't nothing wrong with a nigga with a nine to five. Ain't nothing wrong with an entrepreneur ass nigga. Manifest whatever you want. I want to manifest an entrepreneur ass husband. <sighs> I don't care what you do. Entrepreneur. Graphic designer. Sell t-shirts. Sell drugs. Rapper. <laughs> you could be a rapper. A becoming rapper. D-list. I don't give a fuck. Entrepreneur. Okay? At this point... I'm about to rebuy my book. I'm about to rebuy my book so I can manifest my husband. Whatever you want, you can manifest it. We can buy y'all. Book just restocked. We will sell out. Um, good luck. Okay, y'all. Give me just a second. Is everything showing up clear? We're not getting too much lagging, are we? I just want to make sure. Because the comment section like slowed down a lot. God, this thing seems like it's frozen. Am I frozen? Okay. Cool. Okay, looks like it's working again. Oh, I'm in the green. Hey, 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 hey. Okay, let me not twerk. Because it's probably going to go back in the damn yellow. But anyways, I was with her until she started talking about she wants any type of entrepreneur. Drug dealer. Rapper, D-list rapper, rapper. She said rapper one too many times for me, and I'm a good reader of bullshit. What it is is she doesn't want an entrepreneur because if you really wanted somebody who's about business, drug dealer would not even be in your vocabulary. So that's where she lost me. I'm not going to say that I want somebody who understands my lifestyle and who's an entrepreneur, but then me and him have to be careful on the moves we make because I might end up in prison while along with his ass. That that's that's not that's not the mentality that somebody should be manifesting if you're looking for a good husband, because a good husband is not going to put you in a position to go to damn jail. OK, so now 
I didn't agree with that. That that's the part where she lost me. Okay, I understood wanting an entrepreneur and wanting somebody who understands your lifestyle, your schedule, because that makes a big difference in a relationship. But what I got from that, and you can say she's joking, but it doesn't matter. The point is, she said it. Okay. What I got from that is that what B. Simone wants, she wants a rapper. She wants to be a rapper's girlfriend. That is the type of entrepreneur that she really wants. But for some reason, I think the rappers don't take her seriously like that. I think they see her more as the homegirl, the funny girl, the chick that'll make you laugh. I know she's always trying to get at, um, is it the baby? You know, there's so many damn babies in the industry, honey. Baby, little baby, the baby. But I know she really likes the baby and she's always, you know, trying to, you know, flirt with him and stuff like that. But I think that's what, you know what I'm saying, she really wants to manifest. She wants somebody in the industry, okay? But she's trying to wrap it up and say entrepreneur. Sis, just keep it real. Just say you want a rapper, a basketball player, an athlete, somebody who's on your level financially and who understands it because they're also in the industry. That's really what she needed to say, okay? All that other stuff, you can say that she's joking or not, and she's a comedian, I get that. But when people are speaking on things that, you know, on serious things like you supposedly being accused of disrespecting, you know, men who work a nine to five, that wasn't the time to joke. And see, that's the difference when you're an adult, you know when to turn it off and when to turn it on. Had she came out and just clearly talked and said, well, no, that's not what I meant. This is what I mean. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing wrong with working a nine to five, but I need somebody who understands my lifestyle. I need somebody I can be equally yoked with. See, there's a certain way that you express yourself okay when you know how to you know when you know how to express yourself you don't have to slide in jokes and talk about drug dealers and all that stuff right so that's where she threw a lot of people off with that but I also feel let me keep it real most people who were butthurt about her comment were men because I wasn't hurt when she said that she didn't date a nine-to-five type guy because I understood where she was coming from like I said her rebuttal just lost me but it seemed like most of the people were upset were men and what i find funny is her as a woman and she says that she's not interested in dating somebody who works a nine to five that is a preference she prefers an entrepreneur she obviously prefers somebody in the industry a lot of guys have preferences you have a lot of guys you know especially when they have money okay so let's keep that real especially when you have men who have money it's almost like they have the right to pick and choose you know what I mean? They want a chick who looks a certain way, titties are a certain size, waist is a certain size, ass is a certain size, and nobody questions that. If they want to date the latest, you know what I mean, video vixen, and that's their type, then that's a preference. So that's how I looked at it. Like I, I felt like a lot of people who were in their feelings were mainly guys, and that's why they were upset. So that's why I didn't do a video. I just really didn't care one way or another about the situation she can hold her own. You know what I'm saying? She can hold her own. So I left it at that. Then what ended up happening is if you noticed, um, if you noticed in her rant, she started talking about her book. And even um, when she was talking about her book, this is what she wrote. <clears throat> she says, not the lives people want for you. It has to be his mindset. That's what turns me on. I had a nine to five. I dated a nine to five guy because we were like minded. I've elevated now. I need my man to elevate with me. Learn how to manifest by getting my book. We restocked. Hashtag manifest queen. 
link in the bio. So at that point, she started promoting her book. Now, I'm going to be honest. I didn't know that she was an author, allegedly. I didn't know that she had a book. I had no idea until this controversy because I don't follow B. Simone like that. I said that in the first part of the stream. So um, I think it was maybe like 24 to 48 hours later, all of a sudden, one of these blogs came out and they started calling out B. Simone. And this was what was being said. Um, the person's name is Ellie, who is Boss Girl Bloggers. I'm going to show you guys what she said here. Give me just a second to pull it up. Okay, so she says here, Would love for at, B, at the B Simone to stop taking small content creators' hard work and selling it as, as her own. And then they started providing receipts. Of work that B. Simone had taken verbatim, even the font and everything else. So it was a lot of people on Pinterest who are finding their work in B. Simone's book. And people started calling her out about it. So that right there is plagiarism. It is. But I still wanted to wait because I felt like, you know what? There might be a good explanation for this. I don't see how somebody who's an author, because like I said... I didn't know she wrote a book, so I was assuming, okay, well, she's an author, and if you're an author, then you have to know where you're getting the information from. These are going to be your thoughts. These are going to be, you know, because she's this is like a, a self-help type thing. She's helping women manifest things that they want in their life, and her whole goal was to make a million dollars, you know, with selling out her products, and she was able to manifest that. So I thought it was like a self-help book. So for me... I didn't even want to really judge her at first because I was like, okay, well, let's wait till more information comes out and see what she says. So let me see here. Why is this running slow? Okay. So when it first came out, people started dragging her and going in on her. And then her manager, Miss Skittles, came on. This is what Miss Skittles had to say. So Miss Skittles comes out and she says, definitely a mistake. You have to imagine she hired a design company. Please check your DMs. We're in a lawsuit with the firm. We are trying to work this out. And as you see here, I said, I hope this is some type of mistake. I would hate for this to be true. It's not a good look if it is. So I reserve my judgment of her. You know what I'm saying? Until more information came out because I feel like that's only fair. And I never want to shit on somebody who is trying to be an entrepreneur, who is trying to make their own way because it's not easy, right? So when I seen that, I seen a lot of people were starting hashtags. Um, people were going in on her, dragging her. Like I said, the receipts were coming full force. Now, from what I heard, she not only plagiarized from from some of these white women, but there's also a black woman that she took stuff from as well. The rumor has it, the black lady, you know, they gave her a few hundred dollars and she was cool with that. The white women, they're going forward with a lawsuit. So I don't know. That's what I'm hearing. I don't know how true that is, but that's what I'm hearing. Um, let me see here. Got some super chats. Urban Geek says, finally made it to a chat. Love your content, T. Keep growing, my sister. Sending love and blessings from Mississippi. Thank you so much. I appreciate the super chat. Um, Halima Aiden 
sent $99.99. Thank you so much. He says, love you, T, or she, I'm sorry, says, love you, T. Thank you for the videos, Queen. I've been watching you since I was in high school. Keep it up, beautiful, a fellow Minnesotan. That's what's up. Thank you so much for the support. I really appreciate it. It's always nice to get support from the hometown. So thank you so much for coming through and supporting today. Um, let's see here. Uago23 says, thanks for helping me through my eye surgery with your videos. Been a fan since you were at 80K. You are more than welcome, and thank you so much for the super chat. So, um, so I wanted to wait, like I said, to see what all B. Simone had to say. But in the meantime, I noticed a lot of celebrities um, were definitely walking on eggshells with her. Okay, and this is the this is the hypocrisy that I can't stand. So we had good old Meek Mill, who once again he just refuses to go burp this baby and change this baby's diaper. Meat Mill comes out of nowhere and he starts trying to shame people about canceling B. Simone. So this is what Meat Mill had to say. And I understood where he was coming from until he said this final tweet. And then at that point, everything he said just went out the window. So Meat Mill says, B. Simone canceled because she finessed a book and made her way from the bottom. LOL, that's major. That's what major companies y'all cancel for ripping off our, hold on. LOL, what major companies y'all canceled for ripping our culture off? Finding ways to display hate towards our own when they start doing good is showing amongst a lot of us. Then people start confronting him and they're like, but she finessed her own though. Hella different. And then he says, give me your point. Why a girl from where we from should be canceled because she finessed a bit. Then he goes on to admit this. This dude is he's such a weirdo. He says, I never even checked what she really did. I'm just tired of seeing blacks canceling blacks. They got us ranked in last place already. Chill with that shit. At that point, everything Meek Mill had to say, it went out the window. If you don't even know the ins and outs of the situation, have a tall glass to shut the fuck up. I get so tired of people commenting and having opinions on shit, but not doing their research and not understanding why people are upset. Now, you guys know, I've said this from day one, I don't believe in cancel culture. I think cancel culture is lazy and it's dismissive, okay? So I would never get up here and say cancel her. But I noticed that, you know, it depends on who y'all like. It depends on who it is. When it was Doja Cat, y'all were all here for the canceling, okay? When it was, um, who else? Insert black rapper who's disrespected females, y'all are here for the canceling. Comes to be Simone, now it's all this, oh no, we shouldn't cancel. Well then, by that logic, we shouldn't be canceling anybody and just we should just allow people to make their mistakes and when you make a mistake like that and something as public as plagiarizing, people have the right to call you out, okay? Let's not forget, Meek Mill is the same person who had no problem calling out a fellow rapper. Did he not call out Drake years ago and even confront Quentin Miller and beat him up? Well, his goons beat up Quentin Miller, put hands on another black man for basically ghostwriting, allegedly for Drake? So, again, it's, it's all picking and choosing, and you can't come on here and be in your feelings and say that people shouldn't cancel her, but then in the same breath, you don't even know why she's trending and why people are threatening to cancel her. Makes no sense. On top of that, we also had Laura Govan. She had something to say. 
Let me go ahead and read this. And I don't have any particular issues with Lord Govan, but I just find this really interesting. Let me show y'all this real quick. So Lord Govan says, truth is truth. We have to do better in supporting our own. At Kylie Jenner, whom I love, stole your whole look. Stole your whole look. Her lips, her butt, y'all's hips, and made almost a bit. Um, damn, people cannot write. And made almost billions doing it with your support. Now here's at B Simone, who y'all drag for making a few dollars for taking copies from a book to put in her book. Yes, she should have quoted them, but y'all act like y'all never did that in school. We have to change our support mentality and support our own stronger together. Hashtag Black Lives Matter. We worried about the wrong shit. People don't miss my point on this. So that is what Lord, uh, uh, what is that? Lord Govan had to say, which I found was funny because she herself has been canceled and drugged. You know, people accused her of sleeping with Vince. Uh, she's been accused many times of being a colorist. So at the end of the day, any and everybody can get drugged. Any and everybody can go through cancel culture. Even if I don't agree with it, everybody can go through that. Nobody is beyond reproach, including B. Simone. But I've never seen so many celebrities come up and take up for her when this was, you know, this was blatant. Like everything that she, not everything in the book, but the parts that people are complaining about was blatantly stolen, okay? So I find that very hypocritical. A lot of her social media friends were all saying the same thing, were even, you know, cussing folks out and blocking folks if they came for her in their comment sections. So a lot of folks rallied behind her and try to downplay this, but in college, plagiarism can get you kicked out. Somebody even told me who worked for a book company that it's very serious that, you know, if you make money off of plagiarized material, you can definitely be sued and or, you know, what I'm saying face jail time, depending on how bad it is. So this isn't something to just sneeze at. And it's not about, you know, downing our own or trying to cancel our own. It's about holding people accountable so other people learn from her mistakes. And so she learns from her mistakes as well. So now, after all that was said and done, B. Simone came out today to speak about the situation. And this is what she had to say. I'm going to go ahead and um, play that for you here. Give me just a second. Let's see. Everything is kind of lagging here. Okay. This is what she had to say, you guys. Hey, you guys. It's B. Simone. Y'all know me. I have been vulnerable, real, transparent, honest throughout my whole career. And this moment isn't any different. I want to make a quick short video and address all of the accusations surrounding my book. But because it is now a legal matter, I can only say so much. But I wouldn't be me and I wouldn't feel right if I didn't say anything at all. So that's what I'm doing. I had a vision to create a book for young women to change their mindset and to manifest because that is how I feel like I became successful in life. That is my truth. That's what I know about. So that's what I wanted to teach young women, manifestation. I wanted to tell them my story, right? I've never written a book. I've never been an author. So as an influencer, as a creative, as an entrepreneur, me and my team outsourced. We hired a team that we trusted, that we thought could bring my vision to life and they did a lot of things. Hey, you guys, it's B. Simone. 
without my knowledge. A lot of things without my knowledge, and I am here to fix it. I'm here to fix it. I've reached out to every creative involved, every female involved to fix this issue. And even though I feel like the people I hired in my team dropped the ball, I'm taking full accountability because at the end of the day, I'm the leader, I'm the CEO, I'm the coach. So, you know, it's my brand. I take full accountability, even though I did not know. I'm here to fix it. I'm here to speak about it. I'm not gonna run from this. I'm gonna face it head on. Um, you know, I'm learning, I'm growing every single day, every single day. My business mind, it, it, it's growing every day. The way I do business is growing every day. This is, I take this as a learning experience, you know. The books have been taken down. We're stopping all sales without my knowledge. A lot of things without till this matter is black and white, clear as day. I don't want any gray area. Um, and I thank y'all for rocking with me. I thank y'all for supporting me. Once again, I take full accountability, even though I did not know, because why? I am the face of the brand. I am the brand. I am the coach. Even if the player fucks up, I'm the coach. So I wanted to speak on this, let you know I'm, I'm in the business of fixing it. And I love you guys, everybody that's been so supportive and loving throughout this whole process. You don't know how much I need that. I done cried about it. I done vented about it. Now it's time to fix it. So I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. I thank y'all for rocking with me. All right, give me just a second here. So that is what she had to say about the situation. <laughs> and somebody said light skin privilege. Oh, Lord. Let me see here. Ty Rob says, T, I just wanted to show you some support. Thank you so much for the $20 super chat, Ty. I appreciate it. Thank you. So this is my thing. Okay, we have over 6,000 people. Thank y'all for coming back. Somebody said defund B. Simone. Okay, so this is my issue. Now, I understand that she's trying to take personal responsibility for the situation. But I saw a lot of deflecting. I saw a lot of blaming, you know, other people on her team, blaming her brand. But what confuses me, because like I said, I didn't know anything about this book prior. I didn't know too much about B. Simone. But what confuses me is that it seemed to me that she was toting herself as an author. Remember in the last video that I just played, she was saying, you know, go get my book. You can manifest this. You can manifest that. So when you're saying things like that, I'm assuming these are your words. These are your thoughts. That's what it is to be an author. But then when she says that she outsourced it, well, that's not you being an author. That's you basically paying somebody to put a book together so you can make a quick buck. That's the difference. And see, this is my issue with stuff. And this is not about bringing down, you know, this is not about bringing down another black woman. This is about speaking truth to power. I don't give a damn who it is. It could be B. Simone. It could be K. Simone. It could be Karen Simone. That makes me no difference. The thing that I, that I don't understand with a lot of celebrities, and I wrote this on um, on Instagram, a lot of people love titles. And I've talked about this prior. A lot of people love titles. They love titles like CEO, CFO, author, writer, B. 
business person, but they don't know the ins and outs of what they're talking about. They don't know the business aspect. They don't understand the blood, sweat, and tears that it takes to make something successful because we live in a microwave society where everybody wants to try their hand at everything. I have an online presence. I'm an influencer. So out the blue, I want to start doing music. I'm an Instagram model. I'm tired of shaking my ass. Out the blue, I want to be an actress. But they didn't go to, you know what I'm saying, to, to the school of, of, you know, arts and theater to really learn how to home acting skills. No different than what's his name, uh, Carl Crawford. I called him out a few months ago. And y'all know I keep the same energy. So for anybody trying to say, oh, you know, you're, you're trying to tie down another black woman. If you didn't cry when I, when I drug Carl Crawford a few months ago, please have a tall glass to shut the fuck up. I'm holding adults accountable. When Carl, when Carl Crawford decided to, you know what I'm saying, that he wanted to start a record label, 1501, this man literally knew nothing about the music industry. Hence why somebody like T. Ferris saw the sucker in Carl and was able to lick him. And not only snatched Meg Thee Stallion away from him, had Meg Thee Stallion thinking that T. Ferris was the one cutting the checks. So much so that he's in that huge dispute now with Rock Nation. So it's no different than the Carl situation. B. Simone doesn't know what it is to be an author. She just wanted that title. But she never went and did the background. How do you write a book? These are supposed to be your words that you're telling your audience to manifest. How do you have a book in your name and you've never read it? You didn't notice anything. If you're a real author and even if you had somebody else write it, then you should know once you get to that page, well, where did all this shit come from? These aren't my words. What part of the game is this? Where did y'all get this from? So we can quote, like, that's just part of being an author. You have to be able to cite your sources. And if you're going to use their work, you have to cut them a check. This is no different than the music industry. I can't just take, let's say, a random person. I can't just take an Aaliyah song, use the beats, use Aaliyah's vocals, and then just write lovely tea over Aaliyah's name and then sell you guys, you know, the album and act like, Oh, this is my new album. Well, that's all Aaliyah's music. Oh, it doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? I remixed it. It doesn't work like that. You can't take somebody else's work and what they put together and just put it in your book and then get paid off of that. So, again, it's about people who want titles for stuff, but they don't want to do the work. They don't want to, you know, hone the skills on what it is to be an author. Okay, the average author is not dropping a book overnight just because they have some fame and it's like, let me hurt and write a book. It takes, you know, some people years before they ever publish their first book. You know what I mean? So it's like too many times in the society, people like to take shortcuts. And then when it comes back on them, then they're the victim. Let me go ahead and read some of these comments here. Um, Lakia says, yes, I finally caught a live. I love you to pieces. Been a tea sipper since 2013. Keep the discernment because I know... I know I love mine. Thank you so much for the super chat. And I'm glad you're able to catch me tonight. Um, Casey says, you always give it up, raw and uncut tea. You keep the same energy. I love you. Been watching your videos since you were doing hair tutorials. LOL. Thank you so much. And that's what it is. You know, it has nothing to do with, with being negative or hating on somebody. Because like I said, I give everybody the same energy. People only get upset when it's their faves. And at that point, I could care less. It is what it is. You know, I just think at this point, it's good that she's taking ownership. But now, I can't take her serious as an author. 
I can't take her serious when she's trying to give advice about manifesting something. And like somebody said in my comment section, I forgot who said it. They're like, she didn't manifest anything. She manifested. And that's what it was. It was just a quick, you know, a get quick rich scheme. Let me hurry up and, you know, put a bunch of stuff together in a book, sell it for $35 and get me some money. That's what it was. And the problem is, I really feel like if her book was out before, because this was that she was restocking. So this book had been out a while. One thing I know about white folks, and I'm going to keep it real. They are patient people. You mean to tell me them white girls just found out? While B. Simone was in all that drama that she plagiarized their work, please. Them white girls been knowing that shit, but they waited for the perfect time to pounce. Okay? They waited till she was embroiled in a bunch of drama, like the whole 9 to 5 comment and the whole George Floyd not protesting situation. They waited for that to build, and then they hit her with the bam. You're taking from small content creators. You're taking from small bloggers. Oh, trust me, I see through the bullshit. Like, I call everybody out. I see through the bullshit. Because if they were that pressed, all, this conversation would have happened months ago when that book first dropped. So they knew what they were doing, but nonetheless, what she did was wrong. But they knew what they was doing by basically jumping on this hate train for her during the 9 to 5 situation and now making it about the plagiarism situation. And that is why you have to be able to cross your T's and dot your I's. And stop trying to look at everything as a get-rich-quick scheme. Let's see here. Flavor again says, yep, they waited till her profile, till she profited a million dollars. Um, They waited for that bag to build. Exactly. Exactly. Because the black woman, they supposedly paid her off. The white girls are like, oh, no, we're going to court. We're going to get some of that million dollars. You know, and that's the unfortunate, you know, part of that. They are because she used their work. So whatever sales she made from that book, she's going to have to give them a portion of that. Do they deserve half? I don't know how it's going to be split up, but they're going to get some money from that because that is their work, you know, all the way around. And she can say that she outsourced and she hired a design company. At the end of the day, it does not matter. That is your job as a business person, as the entrepreneur, to make sure that all T's are crossed, all I's are dotted. Now, when I started my skincare line, it took me months to get everything together. And I would have people like, when is it going to be ready? You know what I'm saying? This is taking so long. It's not going to be ready until I know everything is done. All T's are crossed, all I's are dotted. And I don't want the name of somebody who's just making skincare or just jumping on the CBD thing. I wanted to learn the ins and outs of the business. So when people ask me any questions concerning it, I can answer the questions like this. I know where the oil is coming from. I know that it's hemp certified. I know the chemistry. I know how much is going to be absorbed into the skin versus the base that we use. So those are all things that you have to know when you're trying to run a business. You can't just slap your brand on something, okay? And then sit there and call yourself an entrepreneur and a business person. You should know the ins and outs of everybody touching your brand, what they're bringing to the table, okay? And especially if you're trying to be an author, the first thing you should have done was read the book. And if you would have read the book, you would have realized a lot of this stuff are not your words that you're manifesting. So why is this in your book? 
But again, it wasn't about that. It wasn't about her really trying to speak to the to her audience and give them, you know, a blueprint to follow. It was just about getting some quick money. And that's why when you just do stuff with ulterior motives, it doesn't work out. It ends up crumbling. And that's just real talk. Somebody said B. Simone copied and pasted her book. Um, these influencers, some these influencers are something else. She fakes loves her fans. She was about to, she's about to punch the clock. That's karma for her comment about nine to five people. She put her fellow man down. That's karma. You know, and that's another thing. Um, let me also address that too. <coughs> Excuse me. I notice there's this huge air that some people have once they get to a certain level. And, I, and I'm not just even calling out B. Simone. I've seen this with tons of people. Okay. I never understood the whole mentality of trying to knock people who work a nine to five. I, I, I don't get that at all. Maybe because I worked a nine to five. I did IT. And my thing is this. If it wasn't for those nine to five people, you couldn't be an entrepreneur. Who do you think is buying your products? Who do you think is supporting your lifestyle? Why do people forget that once they get to a certain level or once they become an influencer or once they're able to quit their job? I was able to quit my, my nine to five job, you know what I'm saying, because of YouTube and the support that I get from people. And to me, that's a blessing all day, every day. I could never then turn around and act like I'm up here and people who work nine to five are down here. Those nine to five people are the people who are dropping super chats. Those nine to five people are the people who take time out their day to watch my content. Those nine to five people are the people who be like, damn T, I'm in the bathroom watching you right now at work, but I can't miss this T. Damn T, I'm in school right now, but I have to, you know, run out the classroom and, and go to lunch so I can watch what, you, what you're talking about. Those are the people who support us. And I see that mentality a lot in like cities like Atlanta, in cities like Miami, Oh, I own my own boutique. I, I own my own salon. I own this and that. Well, that's great. And we're proud of you. There's nothing wrong with being a business owner. But those people who are coming to patronize your business, those nine to fivers, you need to respect them. There's nothing wrong with working a nine to five. We can't all be entrepreneurs. We can't all be YouTubers. We can't all be Beyonce. We can't all be LeBron. So there needs to be a respect level for people who work a nine to five, because if it wasn't for those nine to fivers coming home after work and being tired and wanting to laugh, you wouldn't get the views that you get on Wildin' Out. So I would never understand that, that this whole, oh, I don't work a nine to five no more, so I'm that girl. No, you be thankful for the people who still work a nine to five and who still go out their way to support you in your business. It's the nine to fivers who buy my tea on Amazon. It's the nine to fivers who buy my skincare products. So I'm very grateful for that. People need to remember that shit. Tell them God will humble you real quick. And that's real talk. Um, Dorian Brooks says, I'm somewhat, I'm somewhat of an aspiring writer. I would never call myself a writer if my story wasn't 100% me. Let alone allowing my book to be published without looking it over myself. Amen. Thank you so much for the super chat, Dorian. And I agree 100%. How can you call yourself a writer, an author, but then you're admitting that you outsourced the entire book? That doesn't make any sense. 
And so to me, you're not manifesting anything because I'm not saying that it's easy to be an author or a writer, but when you're speaking from your heart and you're writing from your heart, you shouldn't have to pay somebody to do that. It's as simple as that. When somebody's asking me for advice and I'm typing up an email, I don't have other people write the emails. If I'm giving you genuine advice and I'm trying to genuinely help you out, they're going to be my words from my heart, my mind, and my spirit. So I don't un even understand how you could write a book, you know what I'm saying, but have somebody else do all the work. That, that, that's, those aren't your words. That is the words of whoever you paid. That's their manifestation, not yours. But you're reaping the benefits from it by telling your fans that you wrote it. That to me is silly. So people who are defending that and trying to say that, you know, oh, people are only trying to cancel her because she's a black woman. No, people are holding her accountable. These are the conversations that we don't want to have. And that's sad. Like I said, I don't care if this was a black woman who did this, a white woman who did this, because I don't call out plenty of white people. I don't call out all the damn Kardashian and Jenners anytime they taking shit and, 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 you know, appropriated from black folks. It happens all the time and it's not okay. Let me see here. Um, Ashley P says, I own my own business and still work a nine to five. I was rooting for B. Simone, but I can't support plagiarism. Regardless, I'm glad I caught a live tea. Keep up the great work. Thank you so much, Ashley. I appreciate it. Thank you for stopping through. Um, Jess V says, T, I ordered your face cleanser. I can't wait to use it. Um, the way your skin is always glowing. We love you. Thank you for everything you do. Thank you so much, and you're definitely going to love it. I appreciate the support. It means a lot to me, so thank you. Um, let's see here. Brandon, Real Life Situation says, Yes, T, hardworking people are usually people. Hold on. Hardworking people are usually people that usually make a millionaire by your work to come, your channel, buy your products. That's real talk. Thank you so much. Yes, it's the nine to fivers, you know, who make all of us. And we need to remember that, you know what I'm saying? And we need to respect people and, and don't talk down to them because none of this stuff is guaranteed. If Wild and Out shuts down tomorrow, does she have a backup plan? If the internet, you know, we already had issues today where we couldn't even text and call people on our phones. A lot of people's phone services were down all day. If the internet decides to just go down, a lot of these folks will be out of work and wouldn't know what else to do. So be grateful for what you have and the blessings that you have. You know, just like a few years ago when folks were clowning me and dragging me when I had to start a, um, the Patreon because at that point I couldn't work and do videos and YouTube was demonetizing everything and everybody's whole thing was get a job, get a job. But it's like we've all had jobs. Nothing is secure. So just be grateful for the blessings and be grateful for the positions that you're in. Nothing is guaranteed. Not online stuff. Not, you know, TV, not nine to fives. None of it is. If it was that great, you wouldn't have celebrities running to create OnlyFans. Um, let's see here. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yoko, <laughs> Yomiko Mamoto. I always mispronounce your now. I know it's Japanese. Um, he dropped $200 in the chat. Thank you so much. He says, I've been following you for years now. You are amazing. Shout out to all the nine to fivers. Power to the people. Yes. Thank you so much. And thanks for stopping through. You always come through and just show love. I really, really appreciate it. It means a lot to me. 
And and yes, we we have to. We have to. If there's people, and I don't care if it's um, <clears throat> B Simone, if it's rappers, and, and that's why for me, I just I can't support some people in the rap industry just with the way they talk down to people, with the way they forget where they came from. You know, it's like I I just I can't take that seriously. Where you want to clown folks. You know, about them working a nine-to-five in Black China, Amber Rose. They used to have that real bad a few years ago. And now, you know, we see Black China on OnlyFans and, you know, trying to do all types of shit and trying to be on her demon time, trying to do anything to try and get some money. But a few years ago, they would sit there and make fun of people working a nine-to-five. And it's like, who do you think is watching y'all and making y'all the influencers that you are? It's nine-to-fivers. So, yes, thank you. Shout out to everybody who's just out here working and trying to make ends meet. Let's see here. Damon Dash is done. Oh, yeah, Damon Dash had that real bad, honey. He was another one that was always going in on folks. I mean, he was bragging a long time ago on BT, talking about he never wears the same pair of drawers and socks twice. Um, as soon as he gets, you know, a pair of drawers and socks, he just throws them away. Honey, he's been humbled very quickly. Very, very quickly. Um, T-Mom says, how quickly people forget where they come from. Black China only works the poll 11 to 7.30 a.m. Nothing good happens around that time. Um, Teresa Mayo says, exactly, T-9 to 5 going to get smart after the pandemic. Exactly, people think their instant popularity means something. Um, let's see here. B. Simone's book looks like an adult coloring book. And now he's, I don't even know who that is. Um, half of them celebs come from McDonald's backgrounds. Celebs and influencers' arguments are always the same. I'm rich, you're broke narrative. Let's see here. Baby Jane says her coloring book is canceled. You need a book, T, seriously. I haven't seen a book. Everybody keeps saying that it looks like a pamphlet more than a book. I don't know. I haven't, you know, physically seen it, so I don't know. Um, you know, will I ever write a book? Who knows? That's that. You know, people have asked me over the years. I just try and do one thing at a time, and that's not anything that I've really inspired to be you know and if if i ever do decide to do it trust and believe would be coming from me and it's something that I would really really work hard on like that is not an easy task to write a book i know a lot of people have written books and things like that it's not easy so i think she'd have been better off writing it from her from her words from her point of view as opposed to having to not come out and admit that you know they weren't her words and that she outsourced you know but like i said those white women, oh, they definitely waited for an opportunity to get her. They definitely did that. I peeped that as soon as the shit went viral. I knew what it was. Um, Chi Chi Knows Best says, hey, T, have you been hearing about the tree hangings on different African Americans across the U.S.? Do you think the media is trying to continue a race war? Love from New Jersey. Thank you so much for the super chat. I've seen the stories. Um, I mean, I'm, I haven't really posted on them. I'm just keeping an eye. I think it's up to like three guys that were found so far. And then a young girl, um, um, what's her name? Toyin. She ended up getting killed. They said that she was out there talking about, um, her abuser. She had outed somebody for, I don't want to say the R word, but she had outed somebody for, you know, abusing her. And then they found her dead this past Monday. So it's a lot of really... Crazy cases going on. 
I ended up running across a story on Instagram where a family member was talking about how their brother allegedly committed S back in 2003. And he was found in the in the backyard of like some white man. And so they're also now demanding that there be a new investigation on her brother's so-called S because he was 14 at the time. Well-liked, really popular, and before he fo- was found hanging, um, he had gotten into it with a few of these racist kids in his school. And then not even a few days later, they found him in the backyard hanging. So there's a lot of just crazy things that are going on with black people in America, but it's been going on for a while because, like I said, that that case was in 2003 and they want to reopen it. I know they're also trying to reopen the case of the young black boy who was rolled up in the mat. I know I did a video about him years ago. They want to, I forgot his name, Kendrick maybe? I don't know, I forgot his name. But I know they want to reopen that case. So they're looking at reopening a lot of these, you know, mysterious cases of black folks ending up dead. You know, so it's going to be interesting to see what happens with these. Yes, Kendrick Johnson. Thank you, Kathy. I knew it was Kendrick something, but yeah, Kendrick Johnson. And that case never sat well with me, especially when the family members went to go pay for their own investigation, only to find out that all his organs were missing. They had been harvested. So it's a lot of crazy stuff out here. Oh, well, I've been out here an hour already. It doesn't even feel like it. We got over 8,000 people in here. Please hit the like button if you're enjoying the stream. Um, the stream is actually working right now. Please hit the like button. Um, let me go ahead. So we talked about B. Simone. So like I said. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. You know, I just want to reiterate, I'm not down with cancel culture. This isn't a video where it's like, oh, you know, cancel this black woman. It's not that serious to me, honey, because social media will be on to something else next week. So I don't think she should be canceled, but I think people have the right to drag her and people have the right to state like, nah, this shit ain't cool. If regular people get in trouble for plagiarisms and get, you know, get kicked out of college and get F's on paper, um, we're not going to sweep this under the rug like it's no big deal. You know what I mean? So don't don't let these celebrities try and shame you out of your stance just because it's one of their own, just because it's one of their faves. All of a sudden, you know, this don't count. But let it be anybody else. These same people, you know, crying tattoo tears will have no problem doing skits about the person, making fun of the person who's getting drugged, doing an opinion piece, uh, doing commentary. So miss me with the bullshit. Nobody's beyond reproach on my channel, point blank, period. But again, this is not about canceling her. So I want to make that clear. So let's see. I don't know what her background is. The only thing I know her from is when my kids watch her on Wild and Out. So I don't I don't know too much about her personally. Um, Killer King Kong says she's not sorry. <coughs> she's <coughs> she's not sorry nor surprised about plagiarism. She just got exposed. Facts. Um, a Johnna twenty three says, with all that's going on in the U.S., are you considering moving to another country? Nope. Um, thank you for the super chat, though. Um, P Blue says we need 
the essential workers more than they need us. Definitely. We definitely need our essential workers. Um, Biggie Talls says, hey, T, you may not remember me, but an avid follower and commentator here. I'm just grateful to have caught alive, especially all the esoterical breakdown as of late. Stay safe and God bless. I remember you because I remember your name and you used to always leave comments. I don't know where you went, you know, but thank you so much for coming through and I'm glad that you caught the live. You know, there's always certain names that stand out, but you used to always leave really cool comments. So I'm glad to see you here. Um, Miranda Wesley says, I swear 2020 is the year of reckoning. God will humble you quick. You see how sick Trump is looking these days? Honey. He will. And you oh, I don't know if y'all know this. When I tell you, they've been dragging down me, Campbell, honey. She tried to do something on Vogue's channel. All you see in the comment section is, we don't want to see you do no makeup tutorials, bitch. We want you to explain why you're on Jeffrey Epstein's boat. I am playing and all this other stuff. Why are you on the list? Like, folks are dragging her. When I tell you, you're right about 2020, people are not playing with these celebrities. Like, all this mush mouth shit and, oh, forget about this and focus on that. People are trying to hold people more to task. And I'm here for it. I'm definitely here for it. Um... I don't even know how to pronounce your name. TN says, hey, T, I saw your Nene video. Loved it. Have you noticed since Nene paid the shade room to promote her song, they have not posted one, one bad thing about her? Not even her George comparisons. Honey, the shade room, you cut them a big enough check, they, they won't talk about you or they'll just, you know, post any, just post positive stuff. So that's why we call them the paid room. Um, Suki Anna. Suk oh, Sukinya Sec. I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing. I really apologize, hoodie. She says, thank you for holding everyone accountable. Yes, that, that's what I do. You know what I'm saying? That's just what it is. Celebrity, regular person. You know, that, that's what commentary should be. It's not about tearing anybody down. You know, I would never send people to go troll people and harass. It's not about that. It's just about doing commentary and just holding people accountable and, and, and having dialogue so that young people who see stuff like this, they know to make better choices. That's all it is. You know, it's an open discussion. It's not about tearing each other down. But unfortunately, as soon as you start talking about accountability, then here comes mush mouths like Meek who haven't even researched what the issue is to just, you know, wag, wag a finger at people. No, everybody should be held accountable. Nobody's beyond reproach, including myself. You know what I'm saying? So that's just what it is. But thank you so much for the super chat. Miss um, Trisha says, I'm not working, but here's my super chat. I love you. You make me happy. Um, you're lifting my spirits. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. I really do. So thank you. And hopefully you'll be able to find something soon or, you know, be able to get back to work. So thank you. Um, Jesse Adams says, worked in nine to five and still was comfortable. How many celebs during this quarantine ran to OnlyFans for money? The problem is what a lot of times with celebs, and I don't care if you're black or white, um, they, they're almost forced to live above their means. They don't have to, but especially in the black celebrity community, it's almost like they're forced to, you know, they have to have the latest this, the latest that, the most high end this and that, you know, stunt for the gram. So after a while, it's hard to maintain that lifestyle. You got this big old house, got all these cars, all these clothes, 
But now that the industry has slowed down and those checks aren't coming like they were, they're trying to scramble to find ways to, you know, pad up that income. Because people get comfortable. You're making, you know, ten to twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars a month. It's very easy to get comfortable on that. And once that's cut off, now you have to scramble and figure out, well, damn, if I'm not getting forty grand a month from all these different ventures, how am I gonna pay this rent? How am I gonna, you know, pay my mortgage? So that's the difference. Where most people who work a regular nine to five, they understand, they know how to balance and they know how to budget and things like that. And they're not trying to impress other people. So that's why. Um, let's see here. A lamb sends ten thousand. I think it's Korean money. <laughs> it has a little W. Um, she says, "Hey T, just wanted to show support. Love from the other side of the planet. It's eleven forty-five here in South Korea. Yes, I was right. I said it was Korean money. Thank you so much for the super chat. I appreciate it. Um, let's see here, Larry Banks. Thank you for the ten dollars super chat. I appreciate you for that." Uh, Dominic Walton says, thanks for always speaking the truth. Love you. I love you, too. Um, Jaquita Tucker says, love that you keep it real. Thank you so much. So I've been on here for an hour. So let me go ahead and let's talk about the whole esoterical thing with Dave Chappelle. Hopefully they won't mess up the stream. We are definitely in the age of Aquarius, honey. Um... So I had a dream the other day. My sleep pattern was kind of off. It's gotten a little bit better since I've been fasting. Um, it's gotten a little bit better, honey. Somebody says... Let me see. I want to share with you guys my dream about the whole Dave Chappelle thing. I post so much stuff. It'd be hard to like keep up. Okay, here it is. So I'm going to read to you guys the connections that I made with the whole Dave Chappelle. Now, put a teacup, okay, because I don't want to have a conversation by myself. Oh, is YouTube trying to freeze up my stream? I'm freezing. Can y'all still hear me? Thank you, Travis Timmons, for the super sticker. Can y'all see me? Am I freezing? Am I frozen? Oh, Lord. Am I good or no? Okay. Okay, good. Because it froze for a second. Okay. So let's get to this before they boot me off. Put a teacup in the comments if you watch Dave Chappelle's special, 846. Put, put one teacup in. Okay, sorry, I was on mute. Okay, so, yeah, I fixed it. Sorry, I forgot I had hit the button. So, we have, most for the most part, most people have watched it. We have one person who didn't watch it, so sorry for you. We're going to go ahead and talk about it, so we might spoil it for you, but it is what it is. So, we watched it, and I, wa and I, I watched it personally three times. Because of a lot of things that Dave Chappelle was saying, 
that I, I watched it the first time all the way through. And then as he was saying things, I was just taking notes. And I'm like, I always knew Dave Chappelle was deep. But for y'all who didn't look at it or only looked at it on a superficial level, he was dropping a lot of symbolism, a lot of numerology. He was going really, really deep with this documentary and it went over a lot of people's heads. So anyways, after I watched it, um, I had a dream and a lot of other people said they kind of saw the same thing too. So that made me feel really good. So this is what I posted on the gram. Go ahead and share this with y'all here. Okay. So two weeks ago, I had told y'all about my first dream about the Twin Cities and the whole twinning thing. Let me, hold on, fix this real quick. So that's what this is about. So this is what I wrote. I said, two weeks ago, I had a dream about the twin thing, and I spoke about it on IG and on YouTube. I couldn't get the twinning thing out of my head. I made a connection to the Twin Towers way back then, but it was only on a surface level. After watching Dave Chappelle's comedy special three times, a lot more things connected for me esoterically in my dream. During the special, Dave Chappelle let it be known that his birthday is 824. And Kobe's numbers were also 824. Dave Chappelle was also born at 846 a.m. George Floyd was killed in 8 minutes and 46 seconds. What I also realized is that the north part of the Twin Towers took its first hit at 8.46 a.m. on 9-11. And they, were, and they even made a movie called 8.46 years ago. Another thing, George's so-called twin now has an icon pic and the background and his background on Twitter, hold on, now has his icon pic and background on Twitter as Kobe Bryant. On his IG page, his icon pic is half Kobe, half George Floyd. I pointed out the twinning thing a week ago because George and Kobe both have daughters named Gianna and Gigi. They also claim that George was using a fake $20 bill, hence why, hence why the call was made. A long time ago, my kids used to fold their money and show me if you fold a 20, it shows the Twin Towers burning. Last but not least, Floyd, the killing happened in May weather, May 25th. He paid $88,000 for George Floyd's funeral tour. And then I put down 88K twin numbers. Then I said, call me crazy, but I don't believe in coincidences. All of this came to me, so I had to write it down. Y'all don't have to agree with any of it, but my IG page is a low-key diary for me. There are far too many esoterical connections in this situation for me to think that all of this was just happenstance. And then I just went on to talk about, like, you know, Dave Chappelle and how he spent a lot of time in Minnesota. And one of his favorite places was Lake Calhoun. So let me show you guys this. Oop, hold on. Give me just a second. So this is the stuff I was posting. This is his special. Um, I don't really want to play it because I don't know if they're going to get me for copyright because Netflix be hating. So I'm not going to play it, but you guys heard that part. You can go on my Instagram. This is the movie trailer. This is, excuse me, the movie poster for 846. It was about 9-11. 
And then I posted the trailer in here. Y'all can watch that on my page. Um, and then I posted this from the September 11th history.com. And it shows right here on 9-11 at 8.46 a.m. Flight 11 hit the North Tower of the World Trade Center. And his show is called 846. And this is the check that Floyd Mayweather, once again, the twinning energy, George Floyd, Floyd Mayweather. George Floyd was killed in the month of May. Mayweather, right? He paid $88,000, $88,500 for their funeral tour. And then if you go on his bootleg twin, Stephen Jackson's page on Twitter, Steven Jackson has a picture of him and Kobe. He also has Kobe as his icon. Let me move that over so y'all can see. Kobe here, Kobe there. On his Instagram page, his icon is half Kobe, half George Floyd. Okay? And this is the picture of the $20 bill. And you can also do this with a 5, a 50, and a 100. And you see here, when you fold it a certain way, it's the Twin Towers on fire. My youngest son used to know how to fold all of these bills in a particular way to, you know, he's the one who first put me up on that. Raising a bunch of damn conspiracy theorists and shit. I hope all of this makes sense to you guys. Okay, good, good. Yeah, I had to get really deep with that one. Let me see here. Got some more messages. Ebony Andrews sends $50. She says, hey, T, been watching you since high school. Now I'm 25 and a new mom. I love that you are never afraid to speak your truth. Also, the way everything you say comes to pass is scary. LOL. Thanks for all the work you put in. You give us amazing content. Thank you so much, sis, and congrats on being a new mom. I know we are in some scary times, you know what I'm saying, but honey... Love that baby because it goes so fast. It really does. Like, I miss when mine were that small. So, thank you for being here all these years and supporting me. I really appreciate it. Um, so, yeah, it's just, it's a lot of coincidences. And I don't believe in coincidences. Y'all know how I feel about that. Um, Jay Grant says, hey, T, uh, <clears throat> YT has been blocking me from sending certain super chats. Have you seen George Floyd's daughter got Disney stock? Love your content. Be well. I've noticed a few people have had trouble sending super chats. One of my friends called me the other day. He was trying to send a super chat and it wouldn't allow him. I don't know what that's about with YouTube. Why they let certain people's super chats go through and other people they don't. Um, I heard about the Disney thing. I'm not impressed. And I don't even want to go deep with the Disney thing, but people who know about Disney and who understand like the whole Disney programming, MK Ultra, it's very interesting that they're not trying to attach this young girl to Disney. Um, I also called out his weirdo uh, twin, fake twin, Steven Jackson, because they're now promoting this six-year-old on Instagram. Steven Jackson and the mother started an Instagram page for the little girl, Gianna, who's only six. 
So she can't really read. She can barely write, but she has an Instagram page. And on the Instagram page, of course, she's she's praising, you know, Steven Jackson and, you know, thanking all these celebrities and folks for looking out for her. I'm just not feeling the way that they're trying to deify this child. Okay? Especially when he has five other children. It's something about this whole situation that just does not sit well with me at all. It's something about it that just feels very esoterical, very planned. And the fact that they're trying to, that they're constantly showing this child and everybody's constantly doing stuff for this six-year-old child. It's very interesting to me. Let's see here. Tafi Tastic says, T, I've been watching you since high school. Love you, Auntie. Wishing you and your family success, happiness, and joy. Thank you so much. I appreciate the super chat. Thank you. Um, Yasina A says, Hey, T, you got great journalism work, integrity, good aura. Me and my husband love watching you. This was a plan from the get-go. Changed my mind. They've been telling us. Some just never listen. T, Grow Diamond strikes again. Thank you so much to you and your husband for supporting my channel. It means a lot to me. And I definitely feel like it was a plan. These numbers, <clears throat> like somebody's saying, everything is hidden in plain sight. The fact that all of this stuff is going on, all of this twinning stuff, everything that Dave Chappelle was saying, Dave Chappelle doesn't technically talk about stuff like this. So for him to come out and he's, you know, dropping numbers, you know, the fact that he's saying he was born at, you know, 8.46 a.m., and it took George Floyd that long to, you know, pass Kobe Bryant's jersey numbers the same day as Dave Chappelle's birthday. He's definitely dropping some jewels. You know, something is just not right with the whole situation. Um, Tremaine Beck Beckett says, hey, lovely. There's a video called ER3 Remake that's opening in a, that's, that opening is a city on fire. As people riot, it came out April 3rd. Keep doing your thing. I haven't seen it yet, but I'm definitely going to have to check that out. I'm definitely going to check it out. Um, Cosmic Dust says, T, I've been following you for years. You're a huge inspiration. Truly believe that the early 2000s brought the Illuminati to light. Everyone was forced to wake up and usher in a new age. Luke 22:10. Thank you so much for the super chat, and thank you for that information. Um... Yeah, 2020 is another twinning situation as well. Dave has been talking like, hold on. Dave has been talking like this. He runs with the five percenters. Um, yeah, we just talked about, G. thank you for the super chat, VZ. We just talked about Barbara Streisand giving Gianna um, the Disney stock. So we just did talk about that. But I, I just, I, I feel like there's just more. You know, between like all these riots then we have the young man who was just recently shot, um, Rayshard um, Brooks. I believe that was his last name, Rayshard Brooks. You know, I find that whole situation even interesting that while we're in the midst of all this racial tension and drama with the George Floyd killing that happened in the Twin Cities, then not even 20 days later or 22 days later, however long, Another black man gets killed. And let me say this. I understand that he was fighting the police and running from the police and everything else. 
and possibly grabbed the taser and, you know, shot at the police with the taser. But at the end of the day, they had a 30-minute conversation that really did not have to escalate to where it escalated to. And when people are drunk, okay, 22, okay, thank you. 22 days, more 20, more 20. I knew it was either 20 or 22 days since the killing of George Floyd and now Rayshard has been killed 22 days later. If y'all don't understand all of this is being strategically planned to divide us as a nation and as people globally, not just here in America, because remember I told you guys, it's bigger than my city, it's bigger than the Twin Cities. This energy has spread globally, okay? So with that being said, you know, it escalated to a point where it didn't need to escalate. That man asked to walk to his sister's house, they, they allowed him to even get in the car and drive himself out the drive-thru. Another question, and I don't know, I'm still trying to figure out everything with this situation. Where was his wife? Who was, like, how did he end up at the Wendy's drive-thru? That's what I'm trying to figure Because it seemed like he was so drunk to the point where he fell asleep in the drive-thru. Where was the people who were with him before he went to Wendy's? Or was he just out by himself? Because he said he had been with his wife and others and they were out drinking. It, I mean, it's just that I'm not demonizing anybody. I'm just asking a question. I'm trying to figure out how he ended up from partying with his family and having drinks and being out to eat to being in the car by himself driving to Wendy's when he was clearly not, you know, he, he clearly shouldn't have been behind the wheel. Does anybody know? I'm, I'm asking a legitimate question because I don't know. I'm trying to look at the comments to see if anybody knows. Okay, so other people, okay, okay, so it's a valid question, okay, because I thought maybe it's just me. I look at stuff deep, like, it, it just has to make sense to me. If me, he said his girlfriend dropped him off, dropped him, okay, hold on, he was dropped off, let me read some of these comments here coming through, now he, he was dropped off, damn, now, the, now they're like speeding through, hold on. Makes no sense, he had a friend drop him off in the video, he said he left the bar early, I'm not sure. They got into an argument. I had the same question. Your sound isn't working. Y'all can't hear me? It's not muted. Can y'all hear me? He went home. She asked him to go get food. Okay. His story kept changing. Okay, you guys can't hear me. Okay. Y'all can hear me. Okay, good. Yeah, that, that's why I'm just kind of confused. So some people are saying he was with his friends. He got dropped off. Somebody else said that he did go home, and then they sent him out for food. Now, let me, let me be real here for a second. Whoever wants to get offended, feel free. Okay? When we see, because this is a real situation. So when we see our loved ones under the influence, high as a kite, Drunk as a skunk, whatever you want to call it, that's not the time to send them out to go run errands. We live in a world right now where anything can happen and it's such a hostile environment. Let's just be mindful. It's, it's better safe, in my personal opinion, than sorry. Because that woman sent him out, if that is the story, to go grab some food from Wendy's, 
when he obviously was not in the right mind to be out there driving. And that's going to be something that's going to be weighing heavy on her. You know, guilt and stuff like that. So, let's learn from this particular situation. And just realize, like, it can happen even if he was sober. But let's not give these crooked-ass police any excuse. Because now all I'm seeing in the media is, well, he was he was an alcoholic, he was a drunk. Oh, he had no business, you know, falling asleep behind the wheels of Wendy. Who sent him out? You know, like, now everything is being twisted from the fact that this man was running and was shot in the back twice. And we don't need them to be able to have any type of narrative to be able to flip anything. I think personally... What happened is that those police officers were salty and they were embarrassed. Because like I said, the situation did not need to escalate. At some point in time, your common sense chip needs to kick in, especially if you're an officer of the law. If you're seeing that the man is drunk, so much so that you asked him to drive himself out of the drive-thru, it wasn't like they put, pulled him out the car and then they drove the car and moved it. Rayshard moved the car. So if he was good enough for y'all to allow him to move the car in the Wendy's parking lot, then once he started explaining himself and things like that, I don't think it should have went to the point where he was trying to arrest him and give him breathalyzers. The police officer clearly knew he was drunk. Rayshard knew he was drunk. So, you know, for me, and I'm not trying to compare myself to the police, but I guess if I was a police officer, I would just be like, okay, well, fine. Who can we call to get you home? Who can we call to come pick you up? Or where can we drop off at? Drop you off at? Is that not an option anymore? And my, maybe I'm just out of touch. Is that not an option anymore? At what point does the human being in you come out? Because we've all been in situations. And I'm not condoning drunk driving. But many people have been in situations where they may have had too much to drink. And they didn't realize it. So instead of, you know, the, the whole headache of taking him down to the precinct, his sister literally lived right around the corner. They could have put him in the back of the patrol car and dropped him off at his sister's house and been done with it. With everything that's going on, as high as racial tensions are, we didn't need anything like this happening in Wakanda, in the words of T.I., this could have just been prevented. It just does not make any sense. I feel like those police officers were embarrassed because Richard was beating their ass. Not one, but both of them. And I feel like the reason why he was beating them is because he was inebriated. And you know, with anybody who's drunk and under the influence, they get very agitated very easily. He done spent 30 minutes trying to explain himself. Y'all are still messing with him. He's offering to walk home. Y'all are still harassing him. He takes a breathalyzer when he really didn't have to. And then y'all try to put cuffs on him. That's what irritated and agitated him. You know, and I wish that brother wouldn't have fought back. You know, I wish he would have just, you know, allowed them to put cuffs on him. And, you know, and it didn't escalate. But I felt like the police made the situation a lot worse. And that is why we need more police, you know, more community policing where they know the people in the neighborhood, where they know the community. 
Because it did not have to escalate to the point that it escalated to where he's fighting both of these cops. He's running, trying to get free. And then the next thing is to shoot. And people are like, well, he grabbed the taser and he shot back at the police. But my thing is, if the taser is good enough for regular smuggler people, why is it not good enough for the police? Even if the police got hit with the taser, it's supposed to be safe, right? So even if he hit them with the taser, it's not a lethal weapon. You don't fight a lethal weapon with a non-lethal weapon. It just, it doesn't make any sense. Let me read some of these comments. I'm glad the stream is still working. Forgive me if I'm missing some of y'all super chats here. Um, Serica 1984 says, T, apparently the end of the world is supposed to happen next week on June 21st. Which is the last day of Gemini season. They just launched the mission onto SpaceX. I wonder who was on that mission. Um, I don't do end of the world theories, honey. They've been talking about the end of the world was coming. I'm a child of the 90s. I remember when Y2K was coming. And everybody was at church praying. And you know, everything's about to crack. Girl, ever since Y2K, I don't pay attention to no end of the world theories. But I have noticed the whole, you know, the SpaceX situation and them steadily launching shit into space and, you know, the, the, the exodus of the CEOs and the police officers. I definitely think there's some stuff coming down the pipeline, but I don't know if it's the end of the world, though. But thank you so much for the super chat. Um, let's see here. Adrian Elizabeth says, I watched your video yesterday. My son, who's 11, said he misses hearing you say this tea is piping hot. I didn't know he knew you. We love your commentary. <laughs> That is so cute. Tell him I said thank you. <laughs> also, I love the babies. They be cracking me up. Thank you so much. Thank you for the super chat. Um, Marissa Nunez said 999. Thank you, Marissa. I appreciate it. Um, Bronze Goddess says, I love I lost my little cousin who shared the same birthday with me last year. Our birthday is four or five. She passed on 810. Birthday times two. She was eleven. Years old, one plus one is equal to. Now her mom is pregnant with twins. Oh, wow. Wow. I'm sorry to hear about your loss, but congratulations to her mother for, um, you know, having twins. That's a blessing right there. Um, Daniel Reed says, I definitely said it was because they were embarrassed. I agree. Thank you so much for the super chat, Danielle. Um, Lauren C. says, T. Steven Jackson's screen name is a twin stack five and five if you think about it twins come from one egg that is divided to divide us that's not his real twin though so they didn't they didn't come from the, from either egg that's his bootleg twin they're, they're literally no relation no blood relation that's why i hate the fact that he's gone all over the media steadily using that word twin they were not twins they just looked alike I mean, me and uh, Erica Alexander, you know, we look alike. We've met each other. I would never sit here and call her my twin. You know what I'm saying? So I, I don't know. To me, he's just all about attention. So I can't take him seriously. But thank you for the super chat. Um, Malay says, hey, T, I love you. Just realized Penny Dreadful City of Angels is predictive programming. I haven't watched that. I have not watched that. But thank you for the super chat. Um... Celeb316 says, at times a lot of us are not being handcuffed easily. They will still murk us with the handcuffs on. At these times, a lot of us are not being handcuffed easily. 
Thank you, Janae, for the sticker. Uh, Tradeni says, girl, I've been waiting on you to say it. What is happening in Wakanda? And, you know, I'm calling it Wakanda because of T.I. You know, mister, I want to act like everybody else's city deserves to get burned to the ground, honey. It was so funny because I have been out. I went to an event when everything was going down. So I had got home. And I'm like, Lord, Wakanda's on fire. Does T.I. know about this? So I promptly went to tell T.I. Y'all know I'm messy, honey. So I was like, <laughs> at Trouble Man 31, they burning down Wakanda again. So after the whole situation with, you know, Rayshard Brooks, they went, they burnt down the Amico. They burnt down the Wendy's. Honey, it was a mess. They started all types of fires. You know, King T'Challa of Wakanda, he did not reply back. <laughs> oh, he quiet as hell. Now, he did try to give a speech earlier in the day. And was like, you know, we need to, you know, cooler heads need to prevail. I don't understand for the life of me, why does Keisha Lance Bottoms keep giving T.I. a platform? Like he's like the leader of, of Atlanta, of Wakanda. I just, I don't know, just it's just really funny. But he was trying to give a speech earlier in the day and folks wasn't hearing that shit. They ended up burning down, you know, Wakanda again. Now, it was a white woman and they are looking for her. There's a $10,000 reward. You know, um, and people are like, oh, T, that's not fair for you to say that it was Wakanda. Black folks didn't do that. It was a white woman. I don't care. It was white people up here. And y'all told me to shut the fuck up and said that everybody in the Twin Cities was ratchet. And we burned it down our own hoods. So, I mean, it is what it is. W welcome to our world. Who do you think burnt down all this shit in Minneapolis? White people. <laughs> like, like, what do you want me to say? I mean, the whole situation is a mess, you know? And my thing is, people sat there and watched her do it. They said it was two white women, because I saw two videos of two different white women. One was dressed, honey, in black from head to toe. She was like, y'all assholes ain't about to recognize me. Then there was another one, no mask, no gloves, no nothing, just dumping, you know, uh, gasoline on shit. But again, nobody stopped her. Now, one person in the crowd went and grabbed her, slammed her to the ground. Nobody did anything. So to me, they seemed like they wanted to burn down. No one attempted to stop them. What did I tell y'all in my first live stream when I was angry and going off? I said, if you see folks in your community that are not from your community and they're attempting to burn down shit and break shit, beat their butt. Nobody attempted to do that. So I don't know what you want me to say. <laughs> Let's see here. You know what, Crown by Beauty? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Who elected him? I, I don't know. I don't know who elected T'Challa. T.I. Chala. <laughs> Somebody said Karen and Sharon out here burning down gas stations. You know what? Uh, oh, my God. That is so weird. Look at that. Synchronicity. I said, you know what? And your username is for what? How ironic. So for what says, George's porn tape was a part of some type of ritual as well. You know what? My homeboy sent me this. Damn. You just reminded me of something. Me and my homeboy was talking about this. Give me just, let me see if I can pull it up. 
Y'all ain't going to be able to see it, though. That's the only thing. So the other day we was talking. Damn. I wish I could, like, I don't. Yeah, y'all will not be able to see that. But um, basically he sent me an article. It's not an article. He sent me a screenshot from a book that he's reading. Okay? Since we're talking about, you know, George Floyd's porn tape. So he's reading this book called Man from Planet Risk or Riz something. And in the book, they're talking about cloning and making doubles and twins, right? So he said when he was reading that part of the book, it reminded me, it reminded him of me when I was telling about the twinning thing and he sent me a screenshot. So I'm going to read this to you guys real quick. Let me. I'm trying to find the part. Y'all know what book I'm talking about? I'm trying to find the exact part. Let me see here. Okay, here it is. Here it is. And I'm going to post it on Instagram so y'all can go on my Instagram and look at it. We got 9,000 people watching. Y'all hit like. I've been on here for almost two hours, I think. I'm going to stay as long as I can. Okay, this is the part. Any particular set of clones usually identify with the same things, as in the case of identical twins. One twin will, take, one twin will like the color red, but the other will like the color orange, which is closely related to red. But they themselves don't know why they are attracted to the same things. In the case of the Egyptian president Anwar Sadat and Sherman Hemsley, known as George Jefferson, everyone knows that George Jefferson is a homosexual, but unknowingly to the public, his duplicate Anwar Sadat had homosexual tendencies and it was in his genes. Clones always aspire from the top. One could be a regular actress and the other a pornography star. One could be a singer in America and another a spokesman in England. So he said when he was reading that, he was like, you know, it, it, like it had him shook. So he took a screenshot. He sent it to me like this particular book. They're talking about cloning and they're talking about how, you know, the twin clone can be even doing pornography. So that was really interesting when you brought that up about him doing porn and how it was a ritual. And we talked about that um, a few weeks ago, like a week or so ago, one of my streams, where we talked about that being a ritual and that he had the double-headed eagle on his chest. That's how everybody saw it was from watching the porn. He had the double-sided eagle, the double-headed eagle on his chest, and that means order out of chaos. It's a Masonic, you know, tattoo. So I believe that that was some type of, um, it's called, um, it's called Man from Planet Risk, R-I-Z-Q. That is the, the name of the book. So he sent me that. So I thought that was very, very interesting. And another thing that we were saying from like last week about the whole cloning thing, remember when I was telling you guys that if you go and you see the comments on the porn, people initially thought it was Steven Jackson. 
Everybody initially thought it was a leaked celebrity sex tape. If you look at all the comments before the whole George Floyd situation, it was, damn, look at Stephen Jackson, Stephen Jackson, Stephen Jackson. But once people realized it was George Floyd, once the world found out about George Floyd is when people realized it was him. So that part from that book was very, very interesting. That was like another connection that me and my homeboy had put together. Like that was just really interesting. You know, the whole Stephen Jackson thing, how he can't just shut the hell up, constantly talking about that's his twin, that's his twin. And in that book, it's saying that, you know, they can make a clone, your twin, and your clone can do porn while you're like a spokesperson in another country. I don't know. That was just like the weirdest coincidence. Very, very weird. I'll post it on my Instagram so y'all can see it or whatever. But I haven't read the book, but that was just he's reading the book and that part stood out to him. So he like called me, sent me screenshots. I was just like, wow, I was blown away. So I'm just sharing that with you guys here. Um, let me see. Yolanda Drinker, thank you so much for the $20 super chat, sis. I appreciate it. Thank you. Um, let's see. The flip pot says, hi T tomorrow's June 16th, my birthday. Can I please have a shout out? Love you. And thank you for all you do. Thank you so much for the super chat and happy early birthday. It's 1022. So your birthday, you know, is like in another few hours. So happy early birthday. Thank you so much for being a tea sipper. I appreciate it. Um, let's see here. Hot mama two nine eight says, thank you for all you do. You'll always be appreciated. Thank you, sis, for the super chat. I appreciate it. Um, let's see here. Oh, I want to make sure I'm getting everyone. Um, Malay Najimbong says the movie Us dealt with twins, one good and one evil. It did that whole um the tethering situation. Yeah. <laughs> And isn't that crazy that that movie came out, like, not even what? I don't know. When that when did Us come out, like, in 2019? Like, not it wasn't too long ago that that movie came out, and now we have all this twinning shit with George Floyd and Steven Jackson. Very interesting. I, I like that point. Um, Nate the Great says, I agree with you, T, about the twin thing. Have you heard about the silent twin? About the silent twins? Man, that was freaky. Great stream. I think I heard something about them. Were they black? Like two twin black girls and they never really talked. It was like I seen like a YouTube video or something a few years ago about them. It was kind of creepy. T, do you believe in clones? You know what? At, at this point, it's not even about me believing in like clones and tethering and all that. I, I'm open to all interpretations. I just, you know what I'm saying? I'm open to everything because at, at this point in time... Truth is stranger than fiction. So I'm not willing to knock anything at this point. I'm, I'm willing to listen to it all. I don't have to agree. I don't have to necessarily believe. But I'm just willing to take in whatever people send me and just, you know, just absorb it. That's just all that is. You know, but it, it's something. It's something going on with this whole situation. And it's so hard to wrap your mind around it. And like I said, the fact that 22 days later... We have another black man being killed on camera. It's almost like as soon as things were starting to die down, the protests, you know, they're not done. People are still protesting, but things were getting calmer. People are trying to start rebuilding. 
then all of a sudden it's let's go ahead and, you know, create another situation. And I would just think with everything that's going on, with all the animosity between the people and the police, that those two officers in Atlanta, that had been the last thing that they would have chose to do. And we've seen videos of police officers handling white suspects with kitten gloves. And I'm not saying that white people don't get killed by the police because there is a large majority of white people who have also been killed by the police. But the media does not like to report on that. They rather report on when it's a black versus a police thing because they know that is what triggers people in America. But there's white folks who get killed by the police as well. I remember doing a video a few years ago about a young, you know, white boy who got shot and killed by the police. So, I want to, am I glitching or no? We good? Beyonce was glitchy too? You're good? Okay. Do you believe these murders are being purposely engineered for a bigger reason? Um, who wrote that? Yes, I do. I do. I'm trying to find out who wrote that. Okay, uh, Little Arkansas says, Hey, T, do you believe that these murders are being purposely engineered for a bigger reason? I definitely do. I feel like they're being or um, orchestrated to eventually usher in, you know, all this new stuff. Like, you know, they're going to try and keep us down on lockdown. They're going to try and implement contact tracing. They're going to force vaccinations. And what better way to do that than to say, well, y'all been out there protesting. Y'all been out here wilding out. So we can't allow you to come back into society, into school, into work until you get a vaccine, until you agree with contact tracing. You notice how I had even posted this on Instagram, how they're so comfortable with folks protesting. It seems like the C virus doesn't seem to affect when it comes to protesting and, you know, uh, being in large crowds. But for some reason, when it comes to church, can't have y'all at church. Can't have you praising God. But we can have y'all going to protest. It's, it's like the strangest thing. Have y'all noticed that or am I bugging? How everybody can go protest, but... You know, basic things like going somewhere, you know, having a having friends over, having a barbecue. They still want to limit that to 10 people. Okay, here it is. Let me let me show y'all this real quick. Hope I'm not freezing. Okay, let me show y'all this before they boot me off. Okay. Where did it go? This is what I'm trying to show y'all. Okay, there it is. So, this says, make sure y'all can read it. Social outdoor gatherings of up to 12 people. Protest of, <laughs> of up to 100 people. Child care camps, groups of 12. Indoor retail shopping, outdoor museums, pet grooming, libraries can reopen for curbside pickups. So then this person says, I'm having a protest in my backyard. We will be grilling and arguing and having a good time. Bring your own topics that you're mad about. <laughs> so I found that really, really funny. So it's like, I mean, does that make sense to y'all? So museums, churches, and everything else. Um... Pet grooming, 
retail curbside. Social outdoor gatherings, 12 people. But if you want to go down there and protest, all of a sudden there's no, you know, there's no convid. All of a sudden, you know what I mean? You don't have to worry about anything. And you can have up to 100 people. Does that make any sense to you? But remember, folks were dragging me when I was talking about them not allowing folks to go to church and how I thought that was bullshit. Church was still closed, but the clubs were open in Atlanta. Strippers were back to work in Atlanta. But people were crying about, you know, keeping the churches closed. So I definitely think that there's a bigger, there's something bigger going on. And I call it convict on purpose. Y'all know why I call it convict, honey. That's on purpose. And what kind of, what kind of has me nervous is that they're saying that there's a second wave of convict getting ready to come back. And they're already saying that all oh, the most effective places where convict is growing is in the South. Oh, you know, the cases are doubling in Atlanta. It's a bunch of mess. It's a bunch of mess, y'all. Okay, let's see. We got some more numerology here. Felicia says George uh, George's funeral dates were 6-4-20, 6-7-20, and 6-9-20. When you add the dates, 4 plus 7 plus 9, it equals 20. More 20 in energy. Love you, T. Thank you so much, Felicia. I didn't even know that. I didn't know that. Like I said, that whole hobo funeral tour never sat well with me at all. At all. Um, Sabades Cortez says, hey, T, love your channel. Have you seen the World Economic Forum promoting the Great Reset? And how everything is about to change. Love you. No, I have not seen that at all. I'm going to definitely have to look into that. But I've been saying that for weeks. Like, this is a reset. They're trying to reset the world globally. They're trying to usher in a a new one-world currency. They're already saying that China is now really heavily into Bitcoin. And everything that they're using as far as, like, you know, the Bitcoin services, it's enough to really shake up the global economy, including the U.S. dollar. I talked about this either last week or sometime last week. I've been streaming a lot. But it's in one of my streams where I broke that down. I think it was my most recent stream. So, yeah, I definitely believe that. I'm going to have to check that out. So thank you for that info. Um, Nicholas Armstrong says, this sounds like a spiritual war going on. Ding, 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 ding. I can't afford sound effects. I apologize. (laughs) Yes, honey. It is a spiritual war going on. All of this is esoterical. Um, There's a lot of stuff. Like I've been saying for weeks now. We are fighting things that are unseen. Okay? That whole whole demon energy and not trying to talk about it too late because it's almost 11 o'clock. Y'all gonna have me up all night scared and shit. But that whole demon time, that energy is very real. I've been talking about that for weeks now. So you have to be spiritually strong, stay prayed up, because it's a lot of things that are overtaking people. Like I said, um, I don't know, whichever stream, there's going to be a lot of people who got themselves involved in situations because of that whole groupthink mentality, who maybe went down to, uh, you know, peacefully protest 
And then they got caught up in the looting. They got caught up in the fires and stuff like that. And they don't even realize like, like, damn, that was me. What the hell was I thinking? But that's because a lot of that negativity, that negative energy overtook a lot of people. We are definitely fighting a spiritual war. People who care about their communities, people who care about their homes, people who just, you know, who care in general, they don't burn things. They don't light things on fire ordinarily. You know what I'm saying? Fire doesn't build. I mean, let's keep it honest. Fire doesn't build anything. Fire is used to destroy. You know, it's a heat source. So, yeah, we're definitely fighting a spiritual war. Sorry for the bootleg sound effect. That just made me happy that you got on. <laughs> um, Brittany C. says, T in Alabama, there was a church convention and several people died. That's what made them start being strict. At first, they didn't care. I remember there was one pastor who died. He was like, you know, ain't no such thing as Corona. Then he died. So, I mean, that's just, that's the chance people take, you know? So, I mean, that's the thing. It's like, unfortunately, people catch this disease and if they end up getting it, there's a possibility that they could die. But then we've also seen stories of nurses and doctors coming out and saying that some of these people are being killed on purpose. That they literally can be given, you know, certain drugs and it can, you know, uh, help the situation. But instead, they're putting them on ventilators, which should be a last resort. And the fact that they're making, you know, anybody who's died during this entire season, the fact that they're making their death certificates say, you know, COVID-19, that makes me give the situation the side eye as well. So thank you for the super chat. I appreciate it. Um, Casey says, you've been mentioning Demon Time. Did you notice Chloe and Haley signed by Beyonce's new album was called The Ungodly Hour? Honey, if y'all send me that one more, like literally everybody has been sending me that in my DMs. Everybody's leaving in the comments. T, what do you think about this? Chloe and Haley, Ungodly Hour. I mean, I don't know what y'all want me to say. Ungodly hour is just another name for like demon time. You know, things that happen at an ungodly hour. I'm not shocked. Sweet girls, beautiful voices. You know what I'm saying? But I I'm not shocked at all. Why couldn't it be called Jesus hour? Chloe and Haley. <laughs> but I heard the album's pretty good. I had to check it out. I had to check it out. Um, look, everybody's writing it now. Uh, Brenda. Send a super chat. She says, Chloe and Haley's new album, too, Ungodly Hour. They have songs talking about demons. Uh-oh. Now, I didn't know they had songs and they're talking about demons now. I didn't know that. Which songs? I don't be trying to absorb in all that shit. I was mad when people had me listen to that damn Drake song. And like I said, as soon as I listened to it, I was like, this is dark. I'm good. Like, I don't know. I'm just in a place now where just certain things... You know, people can do whatever they want to do creatively. They can make whatever type of music they want to make. It's just certain things I'm just not going to listen to. I'm just not into it. So, um, I don't know what songs they have that have, you know, where they're talking about demons and stuff. But, you know, hopefully they're still on the right track. They seem like some sweet girls. So, I don't know. I haven't listened to their album yet. Um, Hooligans says, I like the Hooligans. <laughs> Says, hey, Miss T, I've been watching you since I was a sophomore. Me and my mom love you. This is a spiritual warfare, the age of Aquarius. Stay safe, everyone. Ashe. Amen. 
We are definitely in the age of Aquarius. Um, the Gemini thing is very real. I know yesterday was uh, the president's birthday and people turned it into Obama Day. So that was very, very interesting. But it's going to be a lot of stuff that's going to come down the pipeline. A lot of things. And I think that's the scariest part is just trying to wait to figure out what's next. Um, I've been out here for almost two hours. I don't want to make this stream much longer. Um, Bree from New York. Hey, Bree. She says, hey, T. Um, hope all is well. I came across this game called Division. A pandemic is caused by a virus planted on banknotes called the dollar flu. Causes widespread chaos. Major cities are placed under quarantine. What kind of devilish game is that? So there's a game called Division. Meanwhile, our nation is, uh, you know, currently what? Divided. People versus the police. Black versus white. These damn Karens. I even had a bitch come in my DM, try to come for me, and I drug her ass. If y'all have not seen the the uh, post I made about the Karen who tried to tell me that I couldn't post a video about a young white boy calling a, a young black boy the N-word, she tried to tell me that I couldn't post it because they were kids fighting, even though these kids were old enough to drive. They were clearly older teenagers. I drug her by her silky tresses, okay? And my tea, shout out to all my tea sippers who DM'd her too. I didn't send y'all to go do it, but shout out to the ones who did because y'all was sending me screenshots. That bitch was copping please all weekend. Do you hear yourself? I didn't even come at her like that. Why are you, why are you guys cussing me out? So again, they love to dish it, but then when they get drugged, they're victims. So anyways, back to the game. A lot of division, you know, the Karens. Um, so they planted the virus on banknotes called the dollar flu. Very interesting. And then it caused widespread chaos in major cities were placed under quarantine. That's what you call predictive programming. I'm definitely going to have to look up that game. That's crazy. That's, that's definitely predictive programming all the way. So thank you for that info, Bri. Um, Mercy Lux says, Jordan Peele, two movies, Out and Us. Get out the U.S., you know what, Mercy? People have been saying that ever since he came out with his movies, but it's it's sounding more and more feasible. It really is. And I've been seeing a lot of people talking about they want to leave. I, I, honey, I've been seeing a lot of people talking about that. We'll see if they go anywhere. Um, Tyrell Frazier says, at this point, let's keep our fingers crossed for 2021. Yeah, 2020. I can't even believe it. We're like almost six months into 2020. My birthday is next month. Leo season. And it's like, I'm not even excited. I don't even know what I'm going to do for my birthday. If there's even anything to do, anywhere to go. Still be grateful to see another year. But damn, 2020, man, what no joke. What no joke. Makeup by Morgan. Hey, pretty girl. She says, love you. And you are my internet auntie. Didn't know you were live. I'll watch it later on the playback. Yeah, YouTube be hating with the notifications, sis. But I'm glad you caught me at the end. I'm going to jump off of here soon. Because this is two hours. But I'm glad that I was able to, you know, kind of stream without too many issues. Um, Chance Dixon says, do you think they are purposely creating chaos amongst the races around the world to establish a new world order? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I feel like it's, a, it's, it's, also, it's also something that's causing people. I don't even want to keep saying it's an energy. But we've never seen this many white women wilding out. 
Like there, there's literally dedicated pages now on social media to Karens. Like every other day, you just see a random white woman freaking out and going off on people, trying to hit them with hammers, acting like they're Asian, and talking about ching chong ching and saying racist slurs and just weirdo shit. Like they're racist towards the blacks, they're racist towards the Asians, they're cussing out the Latinos. But the one Mexican lady, she slapped the shit out that one Karen. Cole smacked her dead in her damn face. And then her husband was on the news crying and copping, please, telling me she had mental illness. So it, it, it's something going on. It's something going on. And there's a reason why these videos keep going viral. I seen a Karen spitting at somebody at Starbucks. I mean, it's insane. Folks running around coughing on people. It, it's something. It, it's something that's going on. Where people are literally losing their minds. How many white dudes just out the blue was just running protesters over? I think I posted about 10 videos in two weeks. Just running protesters over. And then they just hop out the car like they don't even realize that they did it. The one dude jumped out of his car and ran. Where are you going? Your license and registration, bitch, is right here. <laughs> it's almost like. They're like little mini Manchurian candidates just waiting for like to be triggered to do something. It's just after a while, it just starts to just not make any sense. Like if you see enough viral videos of white women, you know, showing out and they're getting drugged and they're losing their jobs and, you know, people are putting them on blast and stuff like that. You would think that other white women would take heed like, okay, well, let me, you know, this damn bitch got a cell phone. I might end up going viral and everybody might troll me. I might lose my job and my livelihood. So let me not even go there. But instead of it decreasing, it's increasing. Have y'all noticed that or am I tripping? I mean, they've just gone wild. Between the Karens just causing chaos and the Kens running folks over. And then, you know, black folks, you know, stealing Nikes and shit. Like, what the fuck is going on in the world today? <laughs> It's just, it's insane. It's just like the whole world is just going crazy. Somebody said she slapped the jalapenos out of Karen. Man, that Mexican lady had me dying. Karen tried to get in her face. She was like, bam, just smacked the shit out of her. Oh, she learned that day. Um, Marlon Harrison says, T, did you hear that Amanda Seals is hosting the BET Awards? I'm going to watch with the open mind and... Make my judgments later. No, I didn't know she was hosting the BT. But how are they doing the award show? I thought there were no award show this season. So are people accepting awards from home? Is it going to be televised? Is it going to be live? Do we have to wear masks? Like, I didn't even know that. I thought all the award shows were canceled. But kudos to her. I will still watch it. They're having, yeah, okay, a lot of people didn't know that. It's going to be viral? Okay. Had a Karen threaten to call the deputy on me? Be, oh, okay. Had a Karen threaten to call the deputy on me because I was trying to stay out the rain at the DMV? Wow. Let's see here. 
BT said they're not canceling. I think we'll be hosted virtually. Okay. That'll be <clears throat> that'll be interesting. They'll probably end up streaming it like on um YouTube, Instagram, stuff like that. I don't think it's gonna be the same, but you know, they gotta start somewhere. But I mean honestly, if everybody can sit in crowds of hundreds of people and protest for Black Lives Matter, Trans Lives Matter, you know what I'm saying, stuff like that, then why can't they just have a regular award show? Like it just like like I was saying earlier, it doesn't make any sense. They want groups of twelve, you know, that to be the maximum with people hanging out, but then you can have groups of a hundred people protesting. It's very strange. Very strange. Somebody said they didn't know there was still a BT award. <laughs> Thank you, Tanya Browner, for the five dollar super chat. So you guys, I've been on here exactly two hours. And um, three minutes. So it's time for me to go. I don't want this playback to be too long. But thank you guys for coming back and joining me. Sorry for all the, you know, hiccups earlier. That was on YouTube's end. It wasn't on my end. But um, I will be back again sometime this week with another live stream. So once again, thank you guys for joining me. And I'll see you guys later. Have a good evening.